Welcome to Cryptonized, the show that interviews the crypto masters and their ideas on investing and the blockchain. And now here's your host, Mark Fidelman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cryptonized. Today, joining me is Kyle Kemper, crypto veteran. And uh, from what I understand, he's probably set more people up with crypto wallets than anyone else on the planet. Today, Kyle and I are going to talk about the different types of crypto wallets and where crypto wallets are headed. I'm excited to talk about this topic. And uh, I do want to welcome you, Kyle, to the show. Mark, thank you so much. It's great to be here. I love talking about crypto. I love talking about wallets. I love talking about transformation. So let's, uh, let's have a great time. Yeah, we will. We will. But first, before we jump in, I want everyone to know about, a little bit about you in uh, 100 words or less. Born in Canada, <laughs> exposed to crypto in 2010, dismissed it until 2013 when I had the light bulb moment, presented to the Senate of Canada, showed these guys how it worked. Uh, joined CA Vertex, the largest exchange in Canada, then proceeded to work with Coinsetter, Kraken, the Blockchain Association of Canada, ChangeTip, Coinberry, Data Wallet, and more projects. Yeah, and, uh, and we yeah, could, just love this space. So do I. And, yeah. and we have a very similar type of experience with, with crypto, but mine was like 2013 to 2016. I was a I was attacking it because I thought it was just a bunch of BS, but then I was exposed to the blockchain and smart contracts and, and uh, it just opened my eyes to just about everything. You were just three years ahead of me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think everybody in the beginning is like, you know, naturally you should be uh, skeptical. Of course. And it takes impressions. And, you know, I think that's, uh, that's a parable for the entire world. Yeah, I, I, I don't think we do ourselves a good service because we the way we explain things the way we label things it's so far out there sometimes it's just like okay maker dow try explaining maker dow to somebody in a sentence right it's like oh come on I mean, How are they gonna? a lot of people a lot of like you know when we talk about the like, people most people don't understand bitcoin and you know that as like you know the as as the original one once we started getting on to um, you know some of the some of the nuanced blockchains and the specific applications, and oftentimes a lot of these project leaders are very technical. So when trying to explain uh, from from a technical perspective to a mass audience to a larger audience, it can be just very confusing, and uh, you know, and something that a lot of people can't bend their heads around. And the there's a whole new lexicon to it too. There's a completely a huge crypto language um, that you know cryptonauts can speak to each other in, but it doesn't really resonate with the rest of the people. So you know, that's something that you know we're factoring into into what we're doing. All right, wonderful. Um, I want to hat tip your former country. Maybe you consider yourself still uh, a Canadian citizen, but were you surprised that Canada approved a crypto EFT before the U.S. did? Not, uh, I mean, not really, but I, I'm not too familiar with the, the exact EFT that was, uh, was approved, but uh, I know there's been lots of people working on, on that. That's been considered one of the holy grails of, you know, the, the crypto finance side of things. And uh, I'm interested to learn more, but I can't really comment as to whether or not, you know, you know what, what that project is. Yeah, it's a, it's a blockchain fund out of Canada. I think it's called Amphiex. 
Um, and, uh, you know, I, I look at what the rest of the world's doing, including Canada and China and, and uh, the moves they're making. And then I look at the U.S. and uh, what they did to Zuckerberg at, uh, in Congress and, and kind of. Oh, God, what a. What I mean, a, we're in trouble. Court. We're in trouble. I mean, uh, that's the way they think. And that's the way that's the way they're positioning things. You and know, that's, the way, that's the way they think. But honestly, I think there is there is so much innovation going on. And America is an amazing place for innovation totally. and for building. And these guys like I, like, I, I don't know. I would recommend everybody watch that Zuckerberg for sure. uh, hearing because it just shows how ridiculous these <laughs> out of touch are. So and how touch. out of touch they are and how politically biased they are and how there's just this enormous lack of critical thinking and understanding or even a desire to understand. It's coming out of their, a lot of their arguments come from a place of fear and programming. And it's almost, I mean, if you look at what the crypto and blockchain industry represent, it, it's almost the showcase video for why blockchain and crypto are gaining momentum and becoming so popular and are what need uh, what's needed in the world right because we got these guys monitor these guys are in charge of our monetary uh policy and our, our the money the tax dollars that are being spent on certain things and you, you look at them and you're like no this this can't be true but well, it is true and they publicly declare things like they they publicly are weaponizing the u.s dollar in those <laughs> in, right. in those in those hearings like it's insane right. that wasn't stuff that was talked about publicly before about how the u.s dollar was used as a tool of control of mass global control and they're threatened by it and then they use these same old like tired arguments that crypto is for money launderers, tax evaders, and terrorists, when that is absolutely not true. Crypto is for every person on the planet, and it gives us a new choice. It gives an alternative to this legacy cartel oligopoly banking system and fiat money system that has a terrible track record, has a track record of genocide, of blood, of war, of control. This is not something that we need. This is not something that we need to proliferate or get behind or celebrate. Yeah. Uh, I, we're taking a totally different direction than what I want to talk about, but it, it <laughs> needs to be said. It needs to be said, Kyle, and I'm, I'm glad. To, well, I just want you to know, like, at, at the heart, like where a lot of my passion, where a lot of the passion mm -hmm. for the entire industry comes from, comes from a lot of woke people who are tired and who, 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 you know, from my perspective, I was very pessimistic before crypto. Uh, had a, had a really negative outlook on where things were going. And crypto, I, it, you know, I could see it as the key. I could see this as you know the scalpel towards this cancer that is plaguing humanity, that is plaguing civilization. And I also recognize that we're in an age transition at a much larger scale. We're going from a bronze age to a golden age, and I believe that this is one of these technologies that's part of many that will come together to help us real this golden age of abundance and prosperity yeah and I, i've taken a peek at the future uh and it's it's quite amazing what's happening uh and what's going to happen i mean we're only on like gen 2 maybe with the binance coin what they what they're doing and then maker dow what they're doing i mean just wait till gen 3 gen 4 come out in crypto and in blockchain it's going to be off the charts and it's it's it, most of it should be decentralized so nobody Nobody can shut it down. Nobody, can, no, no central authority with a with a with an army can can control it. it, it it's going to get very interesting very quick.
It's going to force, you know, and it's going to force new models. I mean, the World Economic Forum put out a really good video. If you Google what is blockchain um, and the World Economic Forum, and they, you know, coming right from, you know, that group talking about how basic systems are that, you know, basic systems that have been entrenched for a long time need to change. Like the system of taxation does not work in this realm anymore. It is so inefficient. It is so broken and encouraged is cheating uh, it encourages wealth uh, you know wealth encourages hoarding and moving moving wealth into other jurisdictions we have this window of opportunity now to rethink these and reform these and it's not going to happen today but it's going to happen and it's happening let's jump into our primary topic all right <laughs> so I, lo I love the rant I, I love the passion I love the energy I share that I share it with you Kyle I really do um, but let's talk about, you know, from your perspective, and I don't know if you want to mention what you're working on here, but what at this point is the most innovative crypto wallet that you've seen? And I want to talk about wallets today because there are just so many that are out there. And I've been trying to narrow down, hey, what are the ones that, uh, that uh, should be used, should I recommend, so on and so forth. So, uh, right. Yeah. Well, so let's just start off at the beginning. The, just the word wallet. What is a wallet? This is something that is, it's a, it's a kind of a lame term now because it can mean so many different things. You know, from the Apple wallet, which is, you know, doesn't, has no currency application to something like Edge wallet or Bread wallet. Uh, I personally, like from a non-custodial, your keys, your coins point of view, like Edge wallet, and my wallet that I'm building right now, I wouldn't even call it a wallet. I'd call it a crypto command center. And we're, I'd say, white label fork upgrading it with, you know, in partnership with Edge to bring a crypto command center to the planet that satisfies the, you know, the your keys, your crypto, your keys, your coins, your keys, your control uh, mantra. And... is because it solved the it solved the seed mnemonic challenge that a lot of crypto wallets that a lot of non-custodial crypto wallets have in setting up a crypto wallet you like traditionally you've had to write down 12 or 24 words and in case you lost your phone you could put those words in and it was your backup uh, that from like an adoption user experience point of view is a nightmare uh, it also creates a security vulnerability because you're actually writing these down and it's your master password that's in your background. I'm actually just looking on my desk right now and I can see, uh, you know, an old string of 12 words. That is another story for another day. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> but yeah, and and then there's a lot of wallets out there that pretend to be like, you know, non-custodial wallets or, or, or call, position themselves as wallets. Uh, you could call exchanges wallets. Like, you know, when you have a, when you have a, a, a you know a Kraken or a Binance uh, account, you have a wallet, but they hold the keys, they hold the coins. You trust them; they're effectively banks. Coinbase, for example, they are they are a crypto bank. You trust them; they know who you are. They have control. They can decide that you are no longer online. That you that they're your that the coins they hold and trust for you 
maybe no longer are for you and they'll just hold them. And then you also see a lot of these, you know, we've seen over and over and over again, these centralized exchanges or crypto banks get hacked and or disappear or, um, you know, lose an enormous sum of wealth of, of, of people, of individuals. Uh, so what would you say the most innovative crypto wallets you've seen are? So I'm actually like on my desk right now, I've got a Tangem wallet, which is really cool too. It's a physical NFC enabled uh, wallet. And I've got a thousand Swiss key branded ones. If we had video, I'd show you, but yeah, they're pretty radical. If you check out our, uh, our Facebook page, we'll, I'll be posting a picture of them soon. Yeah. And just, uh, we'll, we'll send the link. We'll put links in the show notes. So if anyone wants to see that. Yeah. And so this is, these are, these are physical cards that basically represent digital cash. So using and using the tangent app, you tap it to the back of your phone and it verifies the balance. It gives you the public key for it and allows you to sign a transaction. The private wow. E on it never gets exposed. So it's a way to put crypto into a physical, tangible, like, you know, crypto banknote that yeah. is uh, that is secure and, you know, is multi-purposed. So I really like, you know, this as I uh, really like the tangent cards. Um, you know, I used to use ledgers and trezors. I think they're like, you know, hardware wallets. A lot of people who are new to crypto are being advised to get a hardware wallet. I don't think that's really necessary. That's like, you know, encouraging uh, people to buy vaults, uh, you know, for or, or like enormous safes for their houses, you know, when they don't even have anything to store in them. Um, and and they present their own risks and they have user experience challenges it's very difficult to actually trigger a basic transaction out of a uh, out of a hardware wallet um so that's where i really believe that software wallets are the key and you know paul Pui is the founder of edge wallet and i truly believe that like it is it is the best wallet uh you know to date until until swiss key comes out um, edge, and what does edge wallet do uh that you like that's so innovative so again the no the the they just use a username and password which people are familiar yep. with be very clearly you tap your safe. phone uh no no nfc uh okay. capabilities but no, for sign up, username and password. So everything is your entire bundle, all of your different private keys, all of your notes, everything is stored underneath this like mass, this, this encryption key. Edge has no visibility into your wallets, into your keys whatsoever. And it's a multi-coin wallet too. So it supports, uh, you know, thousands of tokens and I think about maybe 20 plus uh, different blockchains. And they're adding more every day, but it's a, it's like you know it's the it's a universal wallet. It's got a really clean UI UX. It also has vertical integration, so you can do things like buy and sell crypto directly from within the wallet. You can exchange crypto. You can buy gift cards uh, with it. And it's actually not Edge that's doing any of those services. They're just partnering with all these other players. So you know you can use MoonPay to purchase crypto or Simplex or uh you know national x i think it's a what it is or, or or liberty x or you can use bit refill to purchase gift cards or use change now or changely or toddle or any number of different of these uh you know crypto to crypto exchanges to facilitate uh exchanging directly from within the wallet 
without and which which means you're not out of custody of your coins for more than 10 minutes uh which is a massive improvement and like the fees are are very competitive okay jeez all right well good explanation of that uh when we look at you know wallets of the future and and I know you've got swiss key wallets and beta it's coming out pretty soon where are we going with this concept i mean are you give you could stake you'd be able to hold other items that aren't you know crypto i'm sure where else do you think these wallets are are going are, are heading uh man it's a great question they're going in many, many different ways. So if you think about something like a LastPass or your password manager, mm-hmm. like imagine keeping all those. Like Each one of those is just a key. Your p- a password is effectively a key that you yeah. are generating, that you are choosing. And you know, we're moving away from passwords and we're moving to keys. So your wallet is your personal black box uh, for all of your information and you have the key for it. And you know, where I see, where I see the wall of the future going, this is what I wrote about my book too, is, is, you know, enabling this concept that I call uh, like um, aggregation theory, which means we're not going to tell you won't be told what to do, but this will be a tool that works nicely with everything else on the market. So enabling, like, you know, you're talking about if we could do staking, but what if I want my wallet to do like, you know, secession planning, or I wanted to do some like advanced accounting, or I want to do some algorithmic trading. I feel these are all like, we're going to see the wallet kind of developing into almost like an operating system platform with its own slew of apps that can be added to it. So if all of a sudden I want to add, you know, the wax blockchain, for example, to the wallet from from my wallet, I would just hit scan and like, you know, record, like, you know, basically pointed at the wax logo, which would then like say, would you want to add wax to, uh, to the wallet? And like, yes, I do. Like super seamless. The goal the like true vision I see in this is like just having this, like this, this, you know, command center where you keep all of your keys and you can seamlessly interact with all different facets of society and technology uh, with the core being you are in full control of all of that information in there. You're not trusting all of your data and your keys in the hands of others. Hmm. Okay. Very, uh, very interesting where, where you think this is headed. And, uh, you know, I don't know a lot about these wallets, so uh, which is why I asked you, hey, you know, I'm doing some research on it. I don't know, you know, which one to choose or which which way to go. So this is all well, very let, let, me count, let me counter with like, you know, what wallets do you use? Like if you wanted to pay, f- if, you know, the store, like, you know, there's a coffee shop opening in Santa Monica called Crypto Coffee, and they're only going to accept crypto. Like how would you pay them? Uh, the stuff I've used before is like MetaMask and Scatter and, I haven't seen any retail crypto wallets that, uh, which is why I'm doing the research that uh, I would look at. So I I would push it back to you and say, since we're both uh, in Carlsbad, uh, what what would we what would we use in Carlsbad? I encourage people just to download a wallet, like you know, get a wallet. I encourage get Edge Wallet. It takes two minutes to set up, and that's how we can settle. That's how we can settle between each other. And it's whether it's a business, like, you know, I was in Switzerland, and I was at a, 
uh, you know, in late June. And I was at a, you know, an event and the venue accepted crypto and they accepted all crypto just because they had an edge wallet set up because, you know, the owner was savvy and was like, yeah, of course, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in, this is a really easy way to do it. Check this out. Employees, this is how it works. You say request, you hit the coin and then you put the amount in and then someone pays and it says, okay, money received, like done. And you know, for those employees, they're like, wow, that was so easy. That was incredible. And I think that's what's going to like, you know, help with a lot of adoption is when people actually see this. There's a lot of uh, imagining the way that crypto works going on in the mass conscious right now. But once it's actually being seen of just how simple this is and how it works, uh, there will be this, you know, awakening, mass awakening kind of tipping point of activation uh, take place. And we have a huge ecosystem of companies all around that are already like, you know, servicing, servicing the, the ecosystem from, you know, enabling purchasing, purchasing debt, financing, um, travel, you know, on and on and on, getting paid, earning your salaries in crypto. You know, the, 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 the ecosystem is very developed, and, but we're waiting for the next, the next wave of people. And the key thing that everybody needs in order to interact with this is a wallet. So I recommend everybody gets Edge Wallet. And the nice thing about Swiss Key is anyone who has Edge Wallet will be able to log into Swiss Key with their same credentials from Edge Wallet. And you'll okay. be able to utilize both, uh, you know, should you, should you Simultaneously. Like. <laughs> yeah. You know, you had a little bit of a, an issue with the GoFundMe for Swiss Key Wallet. Oh, yeah. Um, what was that all about? I don't, I didn't get it. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I was writing a, uh, just an update to our community and I chose to just put it on GoFundMe as, uh, you know, as an additional channel for people to contribute a little bit towards, uh, towards, you know, taking some shared responsibility and interaction with, with it. And, uh, and I just put it out there and like, you know, took our, took our, some of the content that we had and spun it all together and put it up and, you know, it was getting some traction and, and people were enjoying it and then all of a sudden i got a message from gofundme saying i violated their terms and it's been shut down and all the money has been refunded and you know looking at their terms um you know one of the words they have in there is cryptocurrency and i even put disclaimers on it i like looked at their terms and i like this isn't violated i'm not selling cryptocurrencies here i'm like you know we're and i'm very clear we're not promising crypto we're not selling crypto we're not doing any of that we're simply trying to create awareness and for this new project and enable the community to support this new project whose intention is to provide financial sovereignty to the planet through an easy to use crypto command center app. They didn't, and they shut it down. And, but that's, you know, that's, that's, I think the fear component, the compliance component, uh, you know, they're worried about, and, and that was just flag, but, you know, I'm just curious as to why there wasn't any like actual direct reach out about, about this or any response from them to questions asked as to why, uh, you know, why they did that. There was some discussion, like, you know, among parties on it, uh, on, like, you know, on social media as to why they shut it down. But, you know, at the end of the day, that is just, uh, you know, it's their decision it, to, to, to do that. And, you know, 
that's yeah. but what what was the rationale they gave you what was the what did they did you, did you probe a little bit they didn't know they just said it was in violation of their terms and conditions and here are the terms and conditions and you know one of the things like they talked about get rich quick schemes that was it i mean this is uh we're not we're not building a blockchain i'm not i'm i'm not pre-selling this isn't an ico it's not an sto i'm not doing it there's the that none of that was uh you know being promised or shown it was simply uh like a, this is an update and if you want to show show some support on this like please do and uh you know alas they just said no one so you know wow and and, it, and frankly, it makes like they should be not saying no. They should be saying yes. And GoFundMe is an excellent you know company that has has positively impacted the lives of many, 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 many people. And for them, like they should be accepting crypto as well. They should be like you know in, considering this because even if they want to flip it into fiat, that's one option. But also for campaigners to be able to accept in crypto, you know that's the natural step that's you know if they don't do it somebody else will do it Cripstarter, i mean kickstarter or indiegogo uh you know we already have some some crypto focused projects on that as well um you know but one of the big big guys will come around to it pretty soon yeah i agree totally agree but uh it's just so odd everyone's first reaction is to ban it you know, remember Google, Facebook banning ads, you're opening it up a little bit, and then all of a sudden, of course, Facebook comes out with Libra. Well, how hypocritical was that? Um, and, and I think he's facing some backlash for that, uh, as well as a few other things. But let me, let me bring you to my, uh, near my last question, and that is, uh, let's go a little bit higher level, and let's talk about the mass consumer adoption of crypto. Now, I, I've got an opinion on this. I, I feel like a, we make it very difficult for people to understand our language. It's like a foreign language to most people. Um, B, it's freaking hard to do, to not only get crypto, you know, you got to go to an exchange, change fiat into crypto, and then go to an alt exchange if you need, you know, these altcoins, and then getting it back out is a pain in the ass. We make it so hard. And, and if you even look at blockchain gaming or blockchain dApps that are on these, these platforms, I mean, just... The nine-step process in order to get into a, a game on a, a platform like Ethereum is just insane. Uh, so my thinking is reduce friction, keep the language simple, and educate people as much as you can. But what are your thoughts on and how do we how are we going to see mass consumer adoption of crypto? So I think everything you just said there uh, is something that I hear a lot that it's too hard, it's too difficult, it's too many steps. I counter that part of the mass adoption problem is there are too many people like from within crypto saying that and they're not actually using it themselves because crypto is actually really simple to use. It's getting simpler. Um, there is a learning curve. There are some steps steps to it i remember like back in the day even like okay the first bitcoin i ever got was i downloaded a wallet i sold a guy in colorado uh an iphone case for half of bitcoin and like i just you know downloaded the wallet pressed copy 
pasted it in. I mean, there, they, this was 2013. It was super simple. It got paid right away, like shipped it. It's like, okay, you know, it works. It works. Adoption is going to happen when people shift from this mindset that it's too difficult or it's too complicated to being like, it is actually easy. There are many, many different ways. There's no one solution to, to getting in. I think in terms of big adoption, uh, like in terms of internet, we had AOL was one a major catalyst for bringing like boatloads, millions and millions and millions and millions of people onto the internet, bringing email to so many different people. Crypto and Bitcoin and is in blockchain is like email as well. And in order to generate your email address, you need a wallet. And so I come back to this point that of the wallet. And that's why I am so excited because I know that we are making something great here. And we're making something that people are going to love. And that's going to solve these problems. How do I get crypto? How do I use crypto? And simplifying it down to really basic actions. So moving beyond that, those initial kind of very technical schemas and user experiences and breaking it down to big old images saying scan or request and like, you know, breaking this whole thing down into a very simple flow that makes the overall experience of using crypto superior to then current methods of using fiat, current generally adopted and understood and used methods. So that's where I think, and I think one of like, you know, just to reiterate on that initial statement where I'm just saying, if we start portraying this and start, you know, communicating that crypto works and that it is not actually that difficult, then and let's try, but put it into action. You don't need a bank anymore. You don't, you don't, we are no longer, you know, only uh, required to have a bank. They're no longer necessary. Crypto and things like the Swiss key allow you to become your own bank, allow you to hold your money, allow for you to be in control. And that's something I think we can celebrate and dance about. And so that's why I'm ordering 111 capes, red capes, because I like the notion of superheroes and crypto superheroes and you know unlocking your inner superhero. So we're gonna be giving away these capes to people. And in order to buy them, I'm buying them off Amazon. And using the magic of crypto, there's this incredible service called purse.io that allows you to get up to 33% off of your order on Amazon using Bitcoin. Like that is a massive value. A massive savings. It's called purse.what? Purse.io. That's a project that's been around a long time. That's a good, stable, trustworthy project. And it, and it is an example of digital money in action of the benefits of digital programmable money. Do they accept credit cards? How do, you, how do you turn it into Bitcoin on first, or do you have to transfer it from a, an exchange? Oh, so you can so you can do the inverse too. If you want Bitcoin, you can go to Purse and buy somebody's stuff off Amazon at a discount, uh, like or at a like, you know you pay full price and you'll get the the Bitcoin uh, and you'll get their Bitcoin. Hmm. 
So okay, what they're doing is, is, is that they're, they're actually, they've used it as an exchange. They've used it as a method for people who have Amazon uh, credits. Like there's a big affiliate industry. There's probably over a billion dollars worth of Amazon dollars out there. And if I have Amazon dollars and I don't want Amazon dollars, I want Bitcoin. I want something that I can buy a flight with, you know, then I would be willing to trade these Amazon dollars, which I likely got for free as part of like some sort of affiliate schema or or some sort of uh, sign-up schema, um, I will take. I will, you know, take ninety percent of the value, or even sixty-six percent of the value uh, in crypto if I'm in a rush. Okay, wonderful. All right. Well, Kyle, final question for you, and we ask everybody this question in a hundred words or less: If you could invest a fictional hundred thousand dollars in one or two cryptos, what would they be and why? I mean, I'm I, I'm not much of an investor myself. I'm more of a biddler or a builder. Uh, but I would like you know I would recommend I, I would personally purchase Bitcoin. Um, mm -hmm. You know, with that hundred thousand, um, I like its stability. I like its reliability. It depends how long I'm holding it for. But I also like the ability, like the, the opportunity to once you have Bitcoin. Then you can choose based on you know your knowledge and you know whatever decisions you want to make to swap into any other ones. Uh, Bitcoin is a great uh, you know gateway crypto. It is it is the OG. It works. It's secure. It has the most developed kind of system ecosystem around it, and it's what I would uh, you know put in as my first as my first move. And then as I do my own research or, or as you do your own research, you can decide, you know, into what other ones uh, you might be interested uh, to go. And from Bitcoin, it's easy. If you put everything in, oh, I don't know, like, you know, some obscure crypto, like, mm -hmm. you know, like $100,000 could, you know, tank could, could crash that market when you try and sell it. There's not enough liquidity uh, in other coins. $100,000 even on the Dogecoin network would probably, uh, you know, move the price. So, um, you know, Bitcoin has liquidity for large investments. So it is the place to start, in my opinion. All right. Fair enough. I want to thank you, Kyle, for, for being on the show. Very insightful great rant at the beginning um love their your your knowledge and thoughts on the wallet and if any of you have any questions where can they uh where can they reach you so i'm kyle kemper on twitter i'm on facebook i'm on linkedin uh you know you can just google me if you want and you can find me uh, my book's on amazon if you want to get you know it's kind of if you want to learn more about my vision of wallets and, you know it's not uh you know, it's not a tale of two cities from a literary point of view, uh, but it's an easy read and it's a, it's an informative read. And it's, I think, you know, you'll have fun with it and it'll, it'll get you thinking. It's definitely worth, uh, you know, the micro amount that we charge for it. All right. Well, thank you. And all that will be in the show notes as well. You can click on the show notes and take a look.
Yeah, and then um, this key too for anybody who's interested, like you know, we're in beta right now. Link dot bar front slash Swiss key is going to be like you know the portal, uh, portal link. We're actually embedding the this QR code into the logo, so you'll be able just to scan this and be be hot linked to. Do you want to download it for iOS? Do you want to download it for Android? Do you want to watch a video on it? Do you want to like you know see some of the cool partners? Um, you know really like you know make we're doing this thing beautifully and it's uh you know it's something that you know i'm i'm I'm, my goal is for the swiss to be proud of it and we have a lot of swiss working on it too so wonderful yeah all right uh kyle thanks again for being on the show and those of you listening if you enjoy our podcast please write a review for us in the apple podcast google play apps anywhere you're watching this write a review they uh they certainly encourage us and get better guests on like kyle and uh, a lot of others that choose podcasts because we're only at, uh, interviewing the experts that are out there and really diving into these topics like wallets today to educate you. I'm learning along the way. So again, please write those reviews. And uh, lastly, Kyle, I just want to thank you for being on the show and um, I'll see you soon. Mark, thank you so much. And thanks everybody for your attention if you, uh, you made it this far. A reminder that we are not financial advisors and anything we talk about or refer to on the show should not be considered or construed as financial advice. We encourage you to do your own research and come to your own conclusions.